1: Start, this is the worst part. The believe for all the world that you are my precious little girl. But don't, don't don't let's start. I've got a weak heart and I don't get around. How you
0: get around. Hi, I'm Becca. Pronounce she, hers, hers. she, Bar.
1: <laughs> and I'm Josie. Pronouns he has theirs thems. <laughs> um where are your judges? Where are
0: your judges?
1: This is by the cover I'm podcast. I'm slowly
0: melting, Judge.
1: <laughs> the heat, the Texas heat. It's
0: starting my least favorite season. To all you summer fans out there, sorry, not sorry. I just can't handle it.
1: Um, speaking of seasons, we've been making our way through. What a segue!
0: What a segue! <laughs> uh,
1: we've been making our way through season one of uh, Motherland. Just
0: like a turn a segue can make. Yeah.
1: Um, so season one of it? i don't think so I'm...
0: season one of motherland
1: oh wait no yeah that is actually why they're called a segway but there's another one behind it um like the 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 vehicle segway <laughs> we're getting off topic oh, we, segway we, had, to we, had a, we had a cold open plan <laughs> we knew what we were gonna do and here we are we're watching motherland um it's by freeform it's on hulu it, it is about um essentially if the salem which is were real and if instead of either being killed or running away and hiding, um, were
0: real witches. We're real
1: witches. Yes, sorry. That's why I said the Salem witches, not the Salem witch trials. I mean, anyway, you yeah, there could have been witches there too. Um,
0: you don't know. Anyway, so they 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 come out it's as if
1: the Salem witches. witches, if the witches of Salem had actually been real witches. Magic. Um, and had essentially formed an uh, an alliance with the U.S. colonies um, and now exists today essentially as the army and it's about three witches who are who are in a unit together (laughs) and my favorite part about it is that they set up these characters and they do a great job in the first episode of kind of showing they're from different parts of the country and like they have different perspectives on magic and on the military some of
0: them are bootlickers some of them are less sure about it um
1: (laughs) uh but uh and so you can kind of tell that they're going to be you know kind of opposed to each other and they're going to have a trouble getting along and she, uh we're
0: still waiting for some romantic <laughs> tension between them
1: <laughs> and uh they really and again like really well set up in that first episode and what's really wonderful about this show it is set up again at the start of every single episode and then resolved by the end of that episode so
0: it is it's a little bit like Groundhog Day like new plot developments happen new information is given
1: but at least between the characters it's just this lovely ebb and flow like (laughs) episode by episode of we can't get along because one of us is a secret or one of us has a girlfriend That everyone else doesn't like, and but by the end they learn to come together as a team. Inevitably,
0: inevitably the three characters are like hold hands, hold hands, or like
1: hug, and it's like oh we're we're closer and stronger because of this. And then every episode uh, it goes away again. Uh, So that's Motherland.
0: So that i mean obviously we're still watching it like we can't get away
1: um it very well could have to do with the fact that there is uh some some uh, there are gay, gay people in gay. It. um speaking of gay people look at this segue um my first book which yeah by the cover uh the podcast oh, yeah. we take books uh from amazon uh <laughs> and books and we look those. we look at their reviews making a podcast too, we're so I good promise. at this already um <laughs> Give us five stars on iTunes. Uh, Point of No Return, Turning Point, Book One, by N.R. Walker. Book Uh, one in the Turning Point series. Um, Which really, I mean, the visual element is really important here. We have a man, he's holding a gun against his chest, kind of in that James Bond classic uh, look. And he's looking off to the side where... There is in the background a man wearing like cloth boxing gloves, and he's wearing uh, nothing except for presumably boxing shorts, and just has a, the just biggest, most ridiculous sock down your pants bulge that I have ever, ever seen.
0: Yeah. So let's get into the summary. That looks like a small chihuahua hidden in there somewhere. Just like
1: it took like a chinchilla, you know, and What's just it? kind of shoved it down there. that
0: a chinchilla
1: yeah yeah right about chinchilla size yeah Yeah. no no no, i mean
0: like it's where i
1: keep my pet chinchillas down my pants
0: they like it there i don't know what to tell you is that
1: a chinchilla in your pants are you just happy to see Joke that
0: i was trying to make and then i was gonna have them be like yeah no and my chinchilla is is happy to see you as well uh (laughs) do do chinchillas (laughs) chitter i'm assuming they must their rodents matthew
1: elliott is one of la's best detectives he's been labeled the golden boy of the fab four
0: Oh, I hope every single book is about another member of the Fab Four.
1: I think he's the only gay one, because it is a team of four detectives who've closed down drug rings all over the city. He's smart, tough, and exceptionally good at his job. He's also a closeted gay man.
0: Wow!
1: Enter Kira Takeo Franco, which is...
0: The longest name. A long
1: and uh, confusing name. Uh, Kira, I... uh, only know of kira ever coming from uh, death note
0: uh not like the typically a woman's name not Kira. Not, i'm
1: sorry the only male character i know that's been named kira before this is in death note interesting um anyway the new boxing coach at the gym is this kira matthew can't deny his immediate attraction to the man his fellow cops know as frankie but in uh, okay why? um because kira is you know, just too out there of a name, but in allowing himself to fall in love with a man known to his colleagues, Matthew risks outing them both. Matt and Kira work to keep their relationship and private lives hidden from Matt's very public life, oh. fearing, I don't think that
0: busting drug like, rings
1: is really all that public. I feel like you actually tend to keep a very low profile.
0: Right, because you want to be able to go like undercover, undercover when you can. Undercover, yeah.
1: Uh, fearing it would be a detrimental to their careers. Oh, no. But it's not the other cops who Matthew should be worried about finding out his deepest, dirtiest secret. It's the bad
0: guys. Oh, it sounds like, but it does very much sound like he should worry about the other cops finding out.
1: Yeah, yeah, um, so let's get into it. Uh, top positive review
0: uh-huh.
1: from AR604, four stars. I want to be clear there are higher star ratings than this, but this has just been selected as the top positive.
0: Okay, that's interesting.
1: It's a verified purchase. I really enjoyed this book. It made me smile, made me giggle, and it even made me sniffle a time or two. <laughs> Those are the things I'm looking for in books. Please miss such bad audio.
0: <laughs> See you some more, baby. <laughs>
1: The book was a refresher from what I have been reading. (laughs) What have you been reading? Well... Everything... Well, here we go. No, we're about to hear it. Everything lately has been either sexed out fluff pieces or hardcore anxiety-inducing reads. Whoa
0: wow the
1: two-place books go. This book was a nice in-between. There were a couple of light sex scenes. There was romance and just enough action to lift the book from fluff to interesting. Oh. I would definitely recommend this, and I'm already aiming to read more from this author, Smiley Face. Oh, and before I forget, I love that A, this is a series, so I get to read more on Toe amazing characters and yes. gotta get back there again. A, this is a series, so I get to read more on... Toe Amazing Characters T-O-E
0: I've never heard of the Toe characters. The Toe sir. characters.
1: And B, there was no waffling. The characters decided they liked each other, and that was that. The rest of the story was told with them getting to know each other and building the relationship, not a story focused on doubts and second-guessing their feelings for one See,
0: another. I think that's nice, actually. actually that's very nice,
1: yeah. I've gotten to where I'm not a huge fan of standalone novels, because it seems like the authors all think that the main drama should be the internal turmoil of the MCs getting together.
0: I agree with that. No, I think no, no, that's a it's lot about exhausting. I in that hate it. It
1: But... It causes me anxiety, and I'm going to have ulcers by the time I'm 30 because of it.
0: Wait, what?
1: <laughs> books give me so much anxiety. <laughs> I that think you need to talk to a doctor. Me. So I love books like this where the MCs don't waffle. Valid points, ar 604 Is
0: MCs main characters or male characters?
1: Main characters, I think, is what we're going for. They are both, they are male, but I think they're saying, like, the main couple. I just didn't know characters. if,
0: like... This was, I mean, like, a con- like obviously it is a common thing in a lot of LGBT media because of, like, you know, all of the bad things that have happened. I... Um, so I didn't know if this is, like, one of those things where you have, like, a real niche reader.
1: Uh-huh. Yeah, I was specifically saying, like, the male characters. Um, actually, Becca MCs are the masters of ceremony. <laughs> um, now... I love what
0: <laughs> the MCs don't waffle about. Get right to the point of the next act. And here's
1: the next act. It's Josie and Becca reading some reviews uh jane three stars uh jane gives the top critical review
0: okay
1: three stars subject but for some reason this one didn't quite do it for me like her other books have i always love when people decide to quote their own review like oh here's the line of this review that just really pops for me new
0: york times says (laughs) on my review
1: Purified purchase, of course. I'm usually a sucker for N.R. Walker novels, but for some reason, this one didn't quite do it for me like her other books have. I think it's also important to point out that N.R. Walker is a female author yeah, writing this gay romance. Yeah,
0: that doesn't feel as great, maybe. And uh, I
1: think, like, I've heard a lot of stuff on the way, something like, of kind of, like, the freedom of, like, male-male erotica for women, you know? Um
0: anyway as a as a a person who grew up on super hulock tumblr i can tell you that i have read more than my fair share of male male erotica and enjoyed it so that's something everyone now knows about me like we 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 can just cut
1: that if you could also cut it from my brain No, uh, read and write whatever fanfiction you want. We're very accepting here, as long as it's, like, you know, good and healthy. I guess it had a lot to do with the fact that I simply didn't quite connect with the heroes. I kind of saw what they saw in each other, but at the same time, I'm somewhat baffled as to what drew them towards one another besides their killer looks. I guess I simply didn't feel the emotional connection like I wished to and no longer to be capable of delivering. All in all, an okay read for me, and I have some doubts about continuing with the series at this point, because I kind of liked where Walker left things. I just don't care for more drama in these guys' lives.
0: Okay, but it does sound like like we got in this book a, like, getting to you mm-hmm. type situation, and, like, the next one could be where, like, his cute boyfriend gets kidnapped by the mob.
1: Right. Um, so, some, some good one stars. Um, Jim, one star again. Fortunately, this book is extremely fast reading because it really is wasted time, even though it is enjoyable at times. Okay, Jim, a little judgmental, but we have all read the same story and descriptions of sex oh. many, many <laughs> times
0: before. It does sound like she maybe has copy-pasted some things. <laughs> Not, or it I sounds don't know, like, there's like a limited number of ways to have sexual Jim,
1: relations? But this is the thing, well, that's exactly what I'm saying, is Jim has read so much erotica that it just kind of, it all kind of just They take together. the dildo out
0: and honestly, that's just so exhausting. Who cares anymore?
1: Uh, Baltimore Phil, one star. Baltimore Gee, can you give...
0: Phil? It's a very beautiful
1: username. Gee, can you can you give me something more than starry-eyed lovers? Look, I do get it. We meet on different levels.
0: <laughs> Baltimore meet Phil. Baltimore Phil. I'm coming in to rob your bank, Baltimore Phil. Meeting on the level of me robbing your bank. It's the 1930s Baltimore
1: film. <laughs> I did not get the criminal aspect that you were going for there. See, I was going to go with kind of a, um, like, really personally, like, talking with, uh, with our author, with Walker, and, and saying, you know, like, look, look I, I understand, you know, we, we all come at these things in different ways on different I just... levels. Like, I, I understand where you're coming from. Some people strike us in different ways. This is back into the review, i.e. chemical, personality, projections. We create narratives of how we connect. Give me a break. When a story begins all sappy, like it's just like a sudden, like on a dime. When a story begins all sappy, it offers a little to keep an interest. Frankly, after reading 17% of Endless Fascination, I could not consider finishing the book. I
0: feel like most romance books are like 80 to 90% Endless Fascination. Endless fascination. I
1: think probably what he meant was, because I'm guessing that um, I'm, I'm going to assume that he was a Kindle purchase, and I think that the Kindle shows you what percent of the book you're through. Ah, uh, that's a good point. And so I think really what Baltimore Phil is saying is it's 100% endless fascination. Actually, it's 17% and it it.
0: based on the number of pages that your your screen can generate. So my 17% could be very different than Baltimore Phil's, 17%. N- n-
1: not only slightly... The page numbers would be different. The percent is the same. Seven, so...
0: You're right, that's how math works. (laughs) I'm a dummy.
1: Oh, you get through 17%? Well, my 17% is much more... You know what that reminds me of? That guy who's like, I think that, like, business majors A's should be... Their GPA's should be weighted differently. Why is my 95% different than your 95%?
0: Those are very cute, but I haven't had to do math or think about math like that in a long time.
1: The book just seemed too superficial. Says, oh, oh no, oh, I'm so sorry. I've been saying Baltimore Phil. This isn't Baltimore Phil, it's Vladimore (laughs) Phil.
0: Oh no! Blattimore!
1: That, that has to be Blattimore's given name. No one would intentionally... Sir, so,
0: so Blattimore, I'm, Phil!
1: I am Blattimore Phil. <laughs> it's like...
0: I'm glad he did mean to call himself Baltimore Phil.
1: Just really liked it. Um... Just Maybe just like... Just kind of went with the misspelling. Um, oh man, there's so many good ones that I want. Um, okay. Padme 35. We're gonna play a fun game. We're gonna play a fun game. We're just gonna do the subject. It's a five-star review. I fell in love with Matt and Kira from the first time they
0: met eyes.
1: Met eyes is really close. Met in the gym. Oh. <laughs> See, when I first read, I fell in love with Matt and Kira from the first time they dot dot dot. My first thought was boned. <laughs>
0: You don't ever start off with the boning. You have to build up to it. Right, but you're
1: not in But I, what I assumed is that Padme 35 was like, yeah, these guys seem nice. They seem chill. But then they boned. Bone. Like, oh, now I'm in love.
0: The bones. Oh. You know, like yeah. when high
1: schoolers have sex. What? You know, like they assume they're in love.
0: Oh, okay. Yes, 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 yes. Like, yeah. yeah. It was just like, what? I, it was what? very out
1: of left field, I realized. A pleased reader is the name of this person's, uh...
0: Every uh, time! A pleased
1: reader. Well, it could be that they put in that, that oh, handbook true. here. It's five stars, a detective tale with a sexual twist. Yeah, I hope so, a pleased reader. Um, some good two stars. Um, at least names. Specifically, the subjects go repetitive writing. Good. Not her best work by far. Whoa. Just really kind of yanking me around there, Sandy C, Harley J, and reading partners. Reading
0: partners. And then
1: the one I really, uh, really want us to, um, to settle into, uh, hand on.
0: Ready. Sorry, Baltimore Phil just took my imagination <laughs> too far. I. M.
1: H. O. All caps. So okay. in my honest and or humble opinion, two stars.
0: In my horny opinion.
1: In my... See, All I had to do was come up with one adjective that started with H and I took yep. a noun that um, ended. A re-release one year later is IMHO's review. I get mad when there's no indication that a book is a mere re-release of an original one, and this one is a re-release one year later. When I bought the original one in August 2012, it cost almost five bucks, and now it is just one buck. On the story itself, I still remember that I was not that impressed with the romance single. I also found Matthew rather lame, given he was a detective. Yeah, just, ugh, detective. detective's the worst. Cool. I've never been that interested in anything detective. Matthew was just overboard, and his angst of being outed from the closet, so we have the typical dragged-out angst. The action towards the last part was sort of forced. The writing was also rather flat. I am curious of this re- re-release of 152 pages, which is 17 pages more than the original August 2012 one meant. There is a bit more to the story beside indicating this one is first in a series. I would appreciate it if the writer publisher had the decency to ind- indicate this is one This one is a mere re-release, even if priced much cheaper. And so let's just travel back in time real quick. At the very end, of Point of No Return, <laughs> Turning Point Series Book One by N.R. Walker. At the very end of the summary, we have Third Edition, has new cover and has been re edited, though no new content has been added.
0: Nice. Maybe that happened because of the person.
1: You know, very true. So, everyone, sometimes maybe we actually don't know the timeline. Your reviews matter. Now, let's listen to some ads.
0: Woo! <laughs> Hello, we are What's Your Excuse Podcast. Exactly. I'm Caitlin. I am Megan. And we are here to talk to you about all of your things that you want to shit talk about. That's right. Is your life going poorly? Check. Are you curious about diseases that are running rampant? Check. Check. Do you want to know all the places I have had sex in this world? Check. Check. (laughs) You can find that all right here on What's Your Excuse Podcast. Uh, at Rogue Media Network, and you can find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Play, and Google, yes, that's right. And give us a follow. Thanks. What's your excuse?
1: So here we are again.
0: We're, we're back to be best friends. What's the song?
1: Uh, I was doing the Portal song. Oh. Um, anyway, we're back.
0: We're, we're 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 back i've got have i have i got a bit for you um and then i will get to it as um, soon as yeah Josie. will you, you hand me my readers oh. Oh,
1: hand me my readers a uh, bit that that gut does.
0: Does, does um yeah so this is a bit where um i dive a little deeper into the reviewing culture of and we, we, we get into the meat of the people who are reviewing the books that we are reading. Mm-hmm. Um, and so today I want to bring you um, Vine Voice Hall of Fame reviewer, top 500 reviewer, reviewer ranking number 327. Wow. The Rebecca Review.
1: Oh my goodness. Imagine naming a review after yourself. <sighs> Uh, I guess, to be fair, I don't know if user the Rebecca Review's name is Rebecca.
0: That's fair. It could uh, just be... It seems like a, a good assumption. A though. good assumption? But, you
1: know, like I could just be like, oh, you know, the, the Jason Review. True. The, the Lily Review.
0: Yeah, I mean, like, if your name is Eugenia...
1: Yeah, uh, yeah to be fair, if your name was Eugenia...
0: You don't want Eugenia. to be like, oh, this is the Eugenia Review. The Rebecca Review just rolls across the tongue. Um, so anyway, Rebecca the Rebecca Review is a top contributor to jigsaw puzzles which I found very mm-hmm. interesting. She does have a lot of um books um but the, the the one that really ooh what really grabbed my attention about this Oh that just
1: kind of like that. Mm-hmm. Um
0: was the the little subtitle to this which is living the reviewing lifestyle. dot 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 Oh about thank oh, you this for your
1: is... My star, my
0: hero. I know we're about to learn a whole lot about the reviewing <laughs> lifestyle. I do not know if you are ready. This is this is literally what what this podcast is about. I know. I, I don't think that we can turn to anyone better in this time. Um, or maybe
1: number one, top five hundred Amazon book reviewer. I mean,
0: true. Um, she is
1: only three hundred twenty-seven.
0: So. The Rebecca Review says about uh, thank you for your interest in my reviews. Reviewing almost every day is a lifestyle I enjoy. My hope is that my reviews have been helpful to you as you explore Amazon. You will find mostly nonfiction reviews and reviews for things that I buy. I do not review free products as it is against Amazon's re- rules. Reviewing novels happens very occasionally, mostly around the holiday season. I am not accepting novels at this well, time. When
1: I'm when I'm interested in in reading, I am.
0: To find out more about my reviewing and to find contact information, please see my website. Link is below. What? Last but not least, I answer all my emails myself, so thank you for your patience. Warmest wishes, Rebecca.
1: No, 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 no. So. A website about the fact that you review. Does she post reviews on her website as well? Does she just have a review
0: site? Oh, yes. Oh, yes, she does. The Castle Book Nook. Here are some items that I really loved.
1: No. Oh, oh hang on. No, we have to. The I... Seduction Cookbook. See, again, I'm telling you, it's a perfect bit. I would not know if the Seduction Cookbook was a cookbook or not. Like, obviously, I see the subtitle now, but, like, I wouldn't know.
0: I What I think I love the most about, um www.seasonedwithlove.com, <laughs> <laughs> the Rebecca Review's personal website, and honestly, maybe my favorite website on the internet is that it really—it looks like this was made with love. Um, the the images are a little grainy, and it's just like it's so sincere. Yeah, no, no, someone
1: like someone learned how to do HTML just so they could make this website. Um,
0: so question what is the biggest thing driving you to write reviews over the years my motivations for writing reviews has changed at first I simply had the desire to explain what a book was about so the reader was informed then I decided I really wanted to find books that would change lives for the better so I've become sort of a lifestyle reviewer I mean I'm I'm like a
1: book sommelier
0: Question, where do you write your reviews? The desk I review at is an inspiration to me. <laughs> I found the desk for less than $60 and refinished it. I have a feeling that the teacher who owned the desk loved writing, and since I purchased and refinished this desk, I have been more inspired to write. The reading angel on my desk was a unique find, and she reminds me of the, the beauty of how your mind can fly to new places as you read. I love lava lamps and lamps and the sound of good doors opening. <laughs> what? I love lava lamps and lamps. And lamps. And the sound of wood drawers opening. My desk is one of my most prized possessions because I noticed that the purchase also inspired magic in my life.
1: Five stars. I thought of that. It was was the only joke I had for that. And it it was just my writing space five stars. Thank you. I'm a very funny person.
0: Why did you start reviewing it at Amazon.com? I have been reviewing since April 3rd, 2000, after watching an Oprah show. Oprah, sorry. An Oprah an show. An Oprah
1: show. Let's you know. talk about Oprah for a second. <laughs> the,
0: the bad universe.
1: Evil, evil Oprah's Oprah.
0: No, that has some bad things coming for it. We should maybe not.
1: Um...
0: Um, after watching an Oprah show sometime in 2000, I became completely fascinated with the idea mm. of actually telling. Hang
1: on, hang on. I got an evil Oprah. The gif of uh, Oprah with all the bees that she releases on the audience. Bees!
0: <laughs> that,
1: that That's not an edited gif. That's a gif from the evil Oprah universe. There. Made an unproblematic joke about a celebrity. Nice.
0: I became completely fascinated with the idea of actually telling people what they wanted to know about a book. I started to review cookbooks and sell help selections around April 3rd, 2000. And then she gives us a little photo with a broken key, and she comments underneath, I wore this laptop out, writing thousands of reviews.
1: I mean, she's reviewed every day for the past 20 years. 20 years!
0: Um, so anyway, I... I think it is truly fascinating. She really is more into self-help or uh, books that are about the way life is. Um, so and, and cookbooks. Just to satisfy Josie's curiosity about the Seduction Kushbook cookbook, the Kush book, The yikes. Seduction
1: kush Book is an entirely different book.
0: <laughs> Culinary Creations for Lovers. Five stars. I'll give it the proper, uh, proper performance for this. Oh, yes. Sensual dining for two. Mm-hmm. Cooking and seduction are delicious arts that involve head, hand, and.
1: an important
0: element, yeah, guess. Great lovers are inspired by passion, as our great chefs quote from Diane Brown. Oh, oh. The seduction cookbook is probably one of the most exciting cookbooks you will ever buy. Not only does it contain many secrets of seduction, you can use it on your husband or wife. The recipes are exotic mm-hmm. and divinely delicious. Your lover will think you are cooking, a cooking god or goddess. I like how this is, like, remarkably non-gendered, you know? like she I mean, It is like... very,
1: like, it is incredibly binary, though.
0: Well, it is binary, but she's not, like, your husband.
1: Yeah, that's true. Not assuming that, like, a woman
0: will be cooking for a man. That's about a point. Uh, your lover will think you are... Also, your lover? Pleasant.
1: Lava. Your lover will is, think you are a Is lava really pleasant to you, Becca? No.
0: God um, or goddess. Tell me who's... more
1: about, about what my lover will think about no. the meals i for my lover.
0: They will think... I hate it now. Lava. Um, Who has <laughs> arrived to give them a tantalizing gourmet feast. They will worship you later in appreciation
1: what do you mean Diane worship
0: what they will worship you later because you are a cooking god or goddess like you are a little divine specter upon this earth oh
1: okay so they'll like go to my church and like pray to me my temple take me to
0: church by Hozier was about this cookbook was about (laughs) this Diane Brown has been practicing the art of seduction cooking for years her recipes have also been featured in Bon Appetit Gourmet and Sunset Magazine
1: wow really building up the BTC universe (laughs) (laughs)
0: her introductions to all the chapters contain some of the sultriest sentence you will ever read and her recipes are all very easy to make it it says sultriest sentence like as in like i don't know what is seduction cooking this you want to know some great ideas that don't even involve cooking Seduction Staples. Diane shows you how to toast spices, purchase the freshest freshest shellfish, and roast peppers. Oh, and the all-important, how to whip cream with vanilla and powdered sugar.
1: (laughs) (sighs) Um, yep. Uh, here's an- here's an
0: ad? Is it an- here's an ad? Or is there more? Oh, no. I, yeah, this is, there are so many.
1: Oh, my goodness. There are so you are many clicking reviews. through so many reviews. Uh,
0: probably the, my favorite one that I saw in the Rebecca Review is not about books. Okay. Um, I'm just going to oh, read a little okay, saucy well, song um, of this, right. okay? Cutest bathroom tissue ever. From China. <laughs> yeah. I remember long ago that I very said very to topical. myself I would never review toilet paper, but that was like <laughs> way no, before.
1: No, 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 the Rebecca Review.
0: <laughs> this is the bound she would not cross. A-
1: a- April. 30th or whatever, 2000, I said. Oh, April
0: 30th. What? 2002. Oh, uh, when she started reviewing. Yeah. Oh, this is very recent. Yeah this, was, yeah. yeah, this is just a few days ago. Oh, thus why it's
1: so topical. Yes. Um, But still, just 20 years ago, I told myself, toilet paper, that is a line I shall never cross. I will
0: review anything, anything.
1: But not toilet paper.
0: Not toilet paper.
1: But here I am, Rebecca, last name Review, With
0: my hand in my, with my hat in hand.
1: And my foot in my mouth. Eating the words I say. Why do you put your foot in your mouth when you're eating your words?
0: Too many metaphors. I named my foot words.
1: Oh.
0: And on that note, let's get to the...
1: Sometimes, yes and, should be, no don't.
0: No, no, never mind, thank you. I made a mistake and an error.
1: I was talking about me. Oh. Um,
0: anyway, that was the Rebecca review. Oh, no,
1: I want to hear this toilet paper review. Oh, I will
0: read you the whole toilet paper review. Only let's, for you, though. Mm, settlement. But that was way before the coronavirus pandemic. Um, topical. Now, there is still no toilet paper at my local store, months later. So I ordered this toilet paper as insurance in case people keep ordering and we can't get any locally.
1: It's a huge problem. You should ignore it.
0: May I say that this toilet paper takes over 20 days to arrive and is shipped from China. The toilet paper is, however, perhaps the cutest bathroom tissue you could ever buy. The rolls look slightly smaller than the picture but have the same brand name and plastic cover on each. The paper itself is a cross between Kleenex and a high-quality napkin. Do do you think she has has a lot of feeling?
1: That is some nice-sounding toilet paper, though. I would... I mean, not to go too blue, but, like, that sounds like something that my hiney would actually, you know?
0: I mean, considering… we should put that behind us. Um, <laughs> Moving
1: on, I don't know where you were going, but I want to leave that place.
0: You will find that you use a lot less of this toilet paper, so it is like having a larger roll. Just use three sheets squares per use, and that is enough. Most rolls at the grocery store are very fluffy and don't last that long. This is very high-quality toilet paper. I've never tried three-ply. In doing a water test oh, in a small,
1: yes, the perfect number of plies. <laughs> the the trinity.
0: It's a holy number of plies. In doing a water test in a small plastic container, I put my regular toilet paper in the water and this new toilet paper in water.
1: She really does. She just, just like gets so, everything. She's so, so in, specific. So into the reviewing lifestyle. I mean, listen,
0: like you want to make sure that your listeners and followers Reviewers are getting accurate that. information. Absolutely. Um, I put my regular toilet paper in water and this new toilet paper in water. The regular toilet paper fell apart way quicker. This toilet paper seemed to withstand moisture much better. When you use it, you will notice that difference. So- you, will,
1: you, will, you will feel the moisture maintenance, the, the moisture retention that is happening in this toilet paper. You will feel... You will know it.
0: So, unlike regular toilet paper that is too ply, this does not disintegrate immediately upon use. I also find it doesn't fall apart when you blow your nose. <laughs>
1: <laughs> See, I was, I was having a very like visual journey about this toilet paper. So, the disintegrate right into the blowing your nose just.
0: This paper also has cute bumblebees embossed on it. Each toilet roll is wrapped in a sheer plastic wrap with a name and vision in the words, The feeling of falling in love with you. I took off one star because I did think the toilet paper would be larger, and that was a surprise. But this is such cute toilet paper and such high quality that I feel it deserves four stars. Signed. the no Rebecca review.
1: Oh, I do love that, uh, that she signs them all. I really appreciate that. It in makes case it feel you feel like it's from love. In case you forgot, you know, who whose review you're reading.
0: Yeah, I mean, gotta sign off. And now, speaking of s- signing into...
1: time to sign off to the ad break hey everyone thanks for listening to vhs trackers this is Corey and bryson signing off but before we do we're saying hey everyone thanks for listening to vhs trackers you can follow us by hey everyone (laughs) sorry dude Hey, everyone. Thanks for listening to VHS Trackers. You can follow us at RogueMediaNetwork.com. Signing off, this is Corey. And Bryson. Saying have a totally rad day. Late.
0: And we're back!
1: It's us. I'm
0: sure that's a surprise that Josie and I are back.
1: The same hosts.
0: What do you got for me, Becca? Okay, so I was really excited that you were bringing uh, Gay Erotica, Mm because I decided to bring some slapping lesbian necromancer sci-fi. Oh, yes. So I was curious about what would kind of happen if I pursued a book that I was super excited about from the moment that I heard it was coming out, didn't have the money to go get it. Um, I recently purchased the audiobook for, so I'm excited to listen to it soon. Um, so I have for you today um, Gideon Ninth, the first book in the Locked Tomb trilogy by Tamsin Muir. Okay. Um, so... I am
1: I am curious though about the first eight books.
0: <laughs> Gideon 1, 2, 3.
1: Yeah. Yeah, nice. Because <laughs> you know, Gideon the Ninth.
0: Yeah. The title. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I mean, it did specify it was the first book in the yeah, whole trilogy. So I know,
1: should have come up with the joke just that much faster.
0: <laughs> All right, here we go. Um, so I did, I was really, I've been optimistic about this, this book, this book uh, summary. Um, lesbian Necromancers Explore a Haunted Gothic palace in Space by Charles Strauss. Thanks, Charles Strauss. Um, the Emperor Needs Necromancers. The Ninth Necromancer Needs a Swordswoman. Gideon has a sword, some dirty magazines, and m- no more time for undead nonsense. <laughs> Tamson Muir's Gideon. Oh, God. I'm so sorry, Tamson Muir, if I'm really screwing this up. M U I R?
1: Oh, hey, that's like Mirrorwood. Mirrorwood. The, the, the one book. Throwback. Right.
0: Uh, Gideon the Ninth unveils a solar system of sword play, cutthroat politics, and lesbian necromancers. Her characters leap off the page as skillfully animated as arcane revenants. The result is a heart-pounding epic science fantasy. Brought up by unfriendly, ossifying nuns, ancient retainers, and countless skeletons, Gideon is ready to abandon a life of servitude and an afterlife as a reanimated corpse. She packs up her sword, her shoes, and her dirty magazines and prepares to launch her daring <laughs> escape. But her childhood nemesis won't set her free without a service. Reverend daughter of the ninth house and bone, which extraordinaire has been summoned into action. The emperor has invited all the heirs to each of his loyal houses to a deadly trial of wits and skill. If Harrowhawks succeeds, she will become an immortal, all power so powerful servant of the resurrection. But no necromancer can ascend without their cavalier. Without Gideon's sword, Harrow will fall, and the ninth house will die. Of course, some things are better left dead. Mm-hmm. Doesn't this book just sound like it slaps? This
1: does sound very good. This sounds like some Rivals to lovers stuff right here. So
0: interestingly, like looking over the reviews, the not funny ones, because mm-hmm. um, they were long, like a lot of people had a lot to say about this book. There was like a massive switch between this is the best science fiction that I have ever read. Mm-hmm. And I didn't like it. And I thought the pacing was slow and really heavy, which, of course, considering we're big fans of Brandon Sanderson, mm-hmm. I was like, oh, no, I'm still going to be a long the yeah. ride on this one. Um, So Kindle Customer, five stars, says, very different. This book is very different from the things I normally read. Read. Woof. I'm going to have a moment for the fact that I can't read tense right now.
1: Um, It's really the English language at this point, you know? I
0: thought this was a simple horror story, but it was actually pretty far out there. I mean, way out there. Way, way out there. I mean, turn left at Jupiter, and then right after the second galaxy, then go past four quasars, and you will be in the vicinity of the the kind of out there I'm talking about. This book is really wild. It is a combination of science fiction, horror, murder, mystery, fantasy story that really covers all the bases. It makes a lot of assumptions. It talks about a culture of sorcerers and their guardian swordsmen called cavaliers. As I was reading, I noticed that the author often referred to the technology of the planets the story is set on in either magical or scientific terms. These get used interchangeably. It leaves so much open for the future of the series to explain how both science and magic came to be used together in the past needs explaining as well. I hope this is the beginning of a mighty series This is not my kind of book, but I really loved it.
1: Nice. I do always love... uh, I I also agree with this Kindle customer that whenever I'm presented with a world, you know, that is different than mine really out there, what I really, really need is for you to kind of go back and explain, like, how that all happened. You know, like, how, like, the greatest movies ever made were
0: the Star Wars prequels? They stop and look at you and go, By the way...
1: Just... Oh, you want to know how Darth Vader became Darth Vader? Well, we will overexplain we it will to you. We will tell you, you exactly, Mediacalorians. Some things are just left better unexplained.
0: Um, Ashley Titwell, top contributor. Ooh. DC Comics. Five star. Fifteen out of five skeletons to this amazing book. Now, I suspect that Ashley might have meant skeletons.
1: But I do like the concept that if like this, is like, skele- this is a red skeleton. skeleton. No, I was thinking specifically red skeleton. It's like, mm, I, my rating system is based off of how many red skeletons I think. It's worth because you know one red skeleton is fine, but five red skeletons and now fifteen red skeletons.
0: <laughs> oh my god! I don't even know what I read besides it was the weirdest thing ever, and I loved it. Gideon is amazing. I cannot express my feelings. Besides, incomprehensible screaming. At first, I was a little confused, but as the world built and the excitement and suspense, I got so invested. Gideon is just so sad but perfect, <laughs> hilarious, and amazing. I want to know these characters. I need the next book now. I want to live in this gothic horror show. Just
1: This, this book was perfect. It was everything I wanted. Exactly what I'm looking for. And Gideon was sad. <laughs> sad, sad person. Just
0: so sad. Really? really?
1: just My just main re- character <laughs> has
0: challenges. Um, and then I really, uh, Martin Kristorov is on the other side of things. One star. Feels like a joke i'm gonna preface this by saying that i actually went to wikipedia to look up the author as i thought she might be a special person but she is not so how is this five stars and a bestseller i don't know
1: to i mean to be fair celebrities do get a pass on a lot of really just like awful things
0: true um so i could not really get through the horrendous writing in the first few pages and i have a few pretty random examples of what i mean And checked them too, blinded by the glare, feeling blindly behind the metal housing. I am blinded by the blinding incompetence. The
1: double use of blind is, you know, it's valid.
0: She parked herself on one of the destroyed humps of rubble. What is a destroyed hump of rubble? (laughs) Also, and this is a real nitpick, but I don't think parked is the right word here. (laughs) Um,
1: okay. No one has ever, has ever talked about parking when they stop. That's only for cars. Only cars do that. People don't park. park.
0: (laughs) Crap spat on her. That was disgusting, but whatever. I mean, if it's whatever, don't mention it. I think everyone is aware that being spat on is disgusting. Uh, That feels like style to me. That's such a stylistic
1: thing. You know?
0: Gideon rewarded herself with a small bag of porridge. It tasted gorgeously gray and horrible. I mean, it can get gray taste, but gorgeously gray, just know, is so stupid. Oh,
1: yeah. Clearly, this author is not. What all I'm getting here is that there is a very specific writing style that this person doesn't care for. I, and I am here for it. That
0: Martin is like, this is a real nitpick, but the rest of these are not reaching. Yes,
1: no, no, no. All of these are just, just real awful. But yeah, I'm in
0: the And then Uh, Braylee10 comes in with a two-star review. Hard to follow and not really LGBT. This is more of a dark YA book with characters that may be LGBT, but the author never outright says it. My favorite thing about LGBT books is when the author just takes a break in the book and is like, author's note.
1: These characters are LGBT.
0: LGBT. Um. The only indication that some characters are LGBT are through minor affectionate scenes and a declaration of... Love, which frankly, I thought was more of a declaration of friendship. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like textbook straight, person. they
1: it, it, yeah, it's very much the like this person Just never guess, married never married and and lived with their their very good friend of the same gender whom they referred to loving so often <laughs> but were they gay
0: can we know i mean it's so hard to know whether a declaration of love between a lgbt pair of people is really lgbt
1: and like i understand i understand and definitely affirm the criticism that we should let we should have let people in media Like, label themselves, you know? Characters Mm -hmm. should be allowed to label themselves, uh, and, like, hopefully that will make it more acceptable for all of us to kind of talk about our identities. That being said, it seems pretty clear.
0: The characters themselves at times were unlikable, won't spoil it, and the story was slow going. I'm sure most people will read it based on the reviews I saw, but not my cup of tea. I honestly would have read the next book, but this one was so slow going, I'd tear my hair out if the second one was the same. So I'll pass.
1: Where were you going to honestly read the second one? Was it just in the sense of, oh, this is a trilogy and therefore I will keep reading it? You know... (laughs) It's like if I stop watching a movie halfway through and be like, you know, I was going to finish the movie, but I didn't like it. So I stopped.
0: But I, like, I would have.
1: I would have watched the whole movie had I liked it, but I didn't. And therefore I stopped. Now who's saying things that don't need to be said?
0: And so, anyway, I really wanted to close Martin today. Needs, Martin
1: needs to come over here and tell this person they're being redundant and repetitive.
0: <laughs> uh, I really wanted to close today with Susan, four stars. <laughs> Su- <laughs> Name Susan, four stars. Susan, four stars. Oh my goodness. How many stars do you think Susan left on this book? Is it four? No. It's five. It is five ah, stars.
1: I knew it when I saw it.
0: Very entertaining. Lesbian content? Is it graphic? Um. Uh... See,
1: now we understand it's not erotica, and that's confusing.
0: For someone like myself who has read tons of sci-fi and fantasy books since childhood, an original story like Gideon the Ninth is delightfully fresh, invigorating, and most of all, very entertaining. The debut author, Tamsin Muir, writes something for everyone. Horror, humor, puzzles, and murder, all in a solar system far from Earth. That's a big mashup.
1: That is what everyone wants, isn't it, though? I just
0: don't want my horror. (laughs) Humor, puzzles, or murder to be anywhere near Earth. See, no.
1: (laughs) I was saying, I think that people would like to have a world, like, kind of far away from Earth, you know? (laughs) Like, if I could be far away from Earth right now, I might go with it. Yeah,
0: I mean, like, if an alien were to be like, hey, I can kidnap you and your partner to an altruistic space station, I'll be like, bye! We have have Can I I bring my cat and rats and mouse and lots of pets? Yes, those
1: are revered in our society. Oh,
0: fuck, yes! (laughs) <laughs> uh, finally griffin will get the attention she needs without me needing to scoop her litter box. she will always love me best though
1: yeah um, strangely defensive of the, in this hypothetical i would be
0: afraid of my cat leaving me if she got too much worship from another person yeah, that's fair um it's a big mashup of all these ideas and more and sometimes ta- somehow it works as more throws out it throws out more mysteries and plot twists that keep you up late at night Oh, <laughs> I'm so sorry. I am I am incompetent of saying regular human words, much less people's names. Um, A lot has been said about the lesbian necromancers in space aspect, but don't let the character's sexual orientation deter you from reading this book, if that's something you're not used to reading about. There is no overt sexuality in the book, and nothing graphic to cause discomfort. I'm definitely looking forward to the rest of the series. Got a little, like,
1: maybe subtly homophobic at the end. Yeah! Yeah! Kind of
0: like, if you're homophobic, don't worry, it's not
1: that gay. It's not
0: that gay. But I I really, I think it is, I think it is really great that there be more, more media that, like, represents, just kind of, like, ambiently.
1: Yeah, one, I think that, it's a trilogy, so I think there's plenty of room to grow. And also...
0: What characters fall in love in the first book, anyway? Like, uh, uh...
1: Yeah, I'm trying to think now.
0: And like I think I think the the author does this really great thing which is like on the back cover, I think. Yeah, it says literally lesbian necromancer. It's mm-hmm. like I think that is the clearest words that we could hear from the
1: author. Yeah. The author never comes out and says it except in her summary of the book. Yeah. Yeah. Well, let's us the authors of this podcast if you will. Oh just come out and say thanks for listening oh
0: my gosh thank you for listening not you josie i mean i guess you do listen i do listen sometimes um i mean like i usually tune myself out best
1: i can oh, no. <laughs> um but uh, but yeah thank you for listening uh, a huge thank you to the Road media network uh for uh producing us for having us um mike our producer mike hamilton mike hamilton can i say your last name if
0: you are the most wonderful person and you put up with our silly goofy antics uh, uh, and edit all of our too many words
1: and uh and there's lots of other good podcasts on uh, on the rogue media network uh the american cocktail uh by the cover VHS just trackers i just said by the cover oh no what's your
0: excuse what's your
1: excuse (laughs) by the cover is a great one it's a great
0: podcast i you should really check it out leave a review (laughs) we will read it we swear (laughs) um please send us book book recommendations we want to like hear from y'all yeah um, book
1: recommendations books you love books you hate uh if you are an author yourself especially if you have a book on amazon um we've got the we've got the book plug segment we're always looking uh for for independent authors yeah uh, so, so kind of show off
0: tweet at us or dm us on instagram um at by the cover underscore pod Mm -hmm. um we can always be found there um
1: we also have our own handles good luck finding us
0: oh my gosh um thank you so much to they might be giants for letting us use their song no we haven't thanked
1: them every episode you are literally
0: the best people in the world we are undeserving we sent
1: them a message on tumblr asking if we could use their song and they said sure and um that
0: was the most legally binding sure there ever was that's not legally
1: legally binding at all but i have the screenshot um, got the receipt. Um, every every episode, uh, at the end, we we turn uh, we turn to Tammy Hogue uh, of author of, of Dark Horse uh, for our the, specifically the edition of, of Dark Horse that I found in the dumpster by my apartment, which had pages cut out of it to hold drugs, presumably. It's the drug book devotional.
0: The bi-weekly devotional.
1: <laughs> um, but before, before we get our, our newest installment, this one from page 18 of Tammy Hoag's uh, Dark Horse, I've been Josie.
0: And I have been Becca.
1: And this has been By the Cover, a podcast. A podcast. <clears throat> page 18. <clears throat> you don't look strong enough. To ride a Pony. <laughs> and control music. This has been a Media Network Podcast.